Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Taylor Marie Artist Podcast. This is episode one, and I have been manifesting a podcast for months now. Had no idea how it was going to come together, what equipment to get, how to make one, and here we are. So consider it manifested. Um, I am in my suit and tie because by the time you're watching this, our wishlist Cal Scribby tribute video is already out. You either already watched it. Um, if you haven't seen it or don't know what I'm talking about, I'm going to link it below in the description. Definitely go check it out. But y'all seem to like the fit. Y'all seem to like the suit. So here we are. Um, and the fact that I am recording this podcast right now is insane because in a little over two hours, our premiere for the video is. It's going to be live on YouTube. Um, like I said, you probably already watched it. It's already out by the time you're watching this. But the fact that I'm recording this right now is insane to me. Um, so I'm very excited for the future two and a half hours from now. Um, but I wanted to make my first podcast episode about the making of our first music video. Um, I feel like there is a lot that I have to offer from this experience and everything that I experienced leading up to it. So I'm going to dive in and I'm going to share with y'all all the details, all of the tea. Uh, so buckle in. So basically the video that we did was a tribute to Cal Scrooby, who is an independent rap musician, uh, to his song Wishlist. And the whole premise of his music video to Wishlist was he kept everyone wondering like what was in the briefcase, like what was in the suitcase that he had. Um, he came out with a first video with, with the whole video had the briefcase in it but he didn't show us what was in it. So then when Wishlist came out, the way he advertised it was what's in the briefcase, what's in the suitcase, like find out when Wishlist comes out and stuff like that. When his video Wishlist came out, uh, the, when he opened the suitcase, it was his recording gear because he's a rap artist, like he's a musician. So he pulls out all of his gear and he creates his song. So the music video is like a creation of his song Wishlist. Now, I'm an artist myself. Um, I'll be coming out with music soon, but I'm not quite there yet. However, drawing and painting are my specialties. I'm a professional fine artist in that way. Um, when he first came out with the album that this song is on, I drew a portrait of him and he saw it. And I made this whole video of the creation of the portrait of like work in progress videos. And I put it all together to one of his songs. It was really cool. Um, and when I posted it, I was like, everyone tag him in it. Like, I would love if he saw this portrait that I did of him and he did see it and he shared it to his story and it was like the coolest experience ever. And he commented on it and he was like, wow, with a bunch of fire emojis. I thought that was great. But something that he said to me that really stuck with me was keep going. You're so talented. And I was like, wow, like coming from another independent artist that I look up to and admire and have listened to for a long time, tell me to keep going with my craft because they see potential in me. They see that I have a skill, I have a talent to offer the world. That was just amazing. Like that was one of the best experiences ever. Um, so when he came out with Wishlist and he's like, what's in the, what's in the briefcase and stuff like that? Um, I wanted to do my own spin on it. And the reason that I made another video for him to hopefully see, and hopefully by now he's seen it and you've all seen it, um, is because he is doing a casino tour. The name of the album is Casino. He's going on tour again and it's called Act Two. So he's taking his work and he's doing it all again and he's calling it Act Two. 
And now act one was when I did my first portrait drawing of him and went to his concert and gave him a copy of it. I'm gonna talk about that in a little bit. Like I'm gonna tell you guys about that. But when I went to his concert, like that was act one, like I thought that was the only like casino tour he was gonna go on. And now he's doing a casino tour part two or act two. So now I'm like, okay, the first time around, like I did an act one, I created artwork. He saw it the first time around, that was round one. If he's doing an act two, I think I should do an act too. So I really started thinking about ways how I could combine more of the art that I am doing ever since moving. By the way, I moved across the country. That'll be a whole other uh, podcast episode about, you know, just picking up and moving across the country, but it's linked to Cal. Like it's linked to Cal's Kirby. It's linked to this concert. It's linked to this experience. So we have a lot to talk about, but anyways, I was thinking about ways to combine everything that we are doing right now, which includes acting, film, makeup, uh, editing, like all of that stuff into other forms of art, like the way that I draw, the way that I paint, the way that I, you know, create, just create things on a daily basis. Um, I was like, all right, so for act two, how could we amp it up a little bit? Like, how could we do more? Like, how could we step it up from the first time he saw my work because this is act two, like this is act two, like it's time to step it up, you know what I mean? You should always be trying to be better and to add more to what you wanna do. So basing it off of the premise of what's in the suitcase, so I got my own suitcase and I wanted the film to be in a way where it was like my own and introducing my art. So Cal's version, is when he opens his suitcase, it's his tools for his art, which is music. I was like, I'm gonna open the briefcase and that's those. it's gonna contain my tools for my art. And my art is drawing. And my art last time that I made art for him was drawing. So rather than pulling out music gear, cause I, I'm not making music right now, I pulled out my art supplies and I was like, okay, okay. Like now we have like a Taylor Marie artist twist on this. And then I was like, you know, I really wanted it to be like the development of the portrait that I drew of him. Um, and the portrait that I drew was actually from a moment at the concert that I went to, I took a video and someone threw a smoking device on stage. I don't know what I could say on here, still familiarizing myself with TOS, but Someone threw a item to smoke on stage and it was really funny. Cal picked it up and was like looking at it and was like, he just looked so happy. And was like, ah. and like, I would too, if someone threw one of those at me and he like put it in his pocket and like made a joke and like just went on with the show. And it was really funny. It was a really awesome moment. And like the video that I captured, I was like right in the front, I was front row. And the video that I captured was just like the perfect moment. And out of all the moments from the concert, I wanted to capture that one because it was just meaningful. So I took a screenshot of that moment of him holding it and I was like, this is the portrait that I'm gonna draw. So the video is gonna be me showing like myself getting ready to embark on this like artistic journey, the journey that all artists go on when they begin a new project. And I wanted the whole video to show the creation of that project, similar to how in Cal's video, it showed the creation of his song in a way of him recording it. So instead of recording the song, cause it's not my song, I'll put that out there right now. Not my song, it's Cal Scrooby's song, no copyright intended or whatever. I wanted it to be the creation of my art through listening to his music like I did the first time. 
So the portrait that I drew itself wasn't the video like it was last time. We created a world and a universe like outside of the portrait and the portrait drawing was just like a part of it. It was just like a concept. We were literally capturing the whole story of creating this portrait drawing because that's the kind of artist that I am. So that is, that's, that's kind of like how we did it. And there's like a lot, there's a lot of symbolism. We thought it through. I wrote a whole screenplay for it before we even started recording, if screenplay is even the right word for it. Um, I know you write screenplays for shows and stuff, but I don't, I don't, I don't remember what it's called for music videos. I looked it up at one point, but whatever, I digress. So I wrote the screenplay for it and like wrote out like the symbolism and my ideas and all of this stuff and my film director thought that it was a really awesome idea uh and also not to mention we got tickets for the show for act two so we're seeing him again and we're meeting him again so the whole plan from last time is the same except now we have like this like big ass project to present uh which i think is going to be so cool um, we intended on starting in the beginning of the month, like the first weekend of this month, and we got together a few days beforehand, me and my film director, and when we were discussing the ideas, we we're like, all right, let's 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 just like get some stuff together and let's just like take practice shots, like let's do this. We ended up doing a whole night of filming a few days before we originally intended on starting to film. It just kind of blossomed, it just kind of happened. Um, so I'm looking at my calendar right now, and it took us three weeks to film. And we wanted to do it in this time frame because the concert is coming up and we do want to share it before we go to the concert and we do potentially want Cal to see it before the concert. So we were like, okay, we have other film projects that we're working on and that we are actively editing and filming right now. But since this concert is coming up, we were like, all right, let's, let's get this one done sooner. So we, wrote the screenplay, visualized it, manifested it, filmed it, edited it, did everything in a span of three weeks. And it's just me and my film director, like no one else, it's just us. And like very similar to Cal, like we don't have a budget, we don't have a label, we don't have managers, like we don't have anyone like paying us to do this. Like we are like self-supporting, we are self-budgeting, and it was a low budget video, but we made it work, which is really awesome. So we just we just got really creative with it and made it work. Uh, so that that was really cool. Um, so that's a little bit about like why and where it came from. Um, so going back to the first concert, I've listened to Cal ever since undergrad and then all throughout grad school and stuff like that. And in grad school, I had a very interesting experience when it came to my internship site. Um, I went to school, I got my master's in clinical mental health counseling, and you had to graduate at the time with 900 hours of supervision at an internship site. Um, and my internship site experience, to say the least, was not great. It was actually really bad and really hard. And I'm going to talk, I'll talk about it in a whole other podcast episode, but I'll just preface it with this. It was so bad. And my supervisor was so bad and so unstable and abusive that when I reported it to my university, my university did an investigation and completely wiped that internship site as an option to ever send interns to ever again. And like that supervisor is like not allowed near our interns from our university, like at all within like a 10 mile radius. They're like, we're never doing this again. So it, it was a thing. It wasn't just a, 
Oh, it was, it took a lot of time and it was hard. It was like an actual thing. We'll get into another time, I digress. But moral of the story, I had such a hard time for a year and a half in internship. It was so hard. I had no outlet for creative expression. My internship was an hour away from my home. So I spent two hours a day simply just driving. And the experience that I was having there for eight, eight and a half hours, sometimes nine hours a day was so rough. I was in such like a tough place. I felt like I was being wrongly managed, wrongly supervised, which I absolutely was. I wasn't being led in a direction that was meant for success. I wasn't really being honored for like who I was like as a person. And it was just really hard. Like it beat me down so much. And something that really helped me during this internship experience was Cal Scrooby's music because if you know anything about Cal Scrooby, he came from a poor management situation and broke up with them and went off and did his own thing. And once he became his own leader, his own manager, like his life just became so much better from what I could see. I mean, I'm not trying to speak for him, but like just the music that he makes is all about going independent and having creative autonomy over yourself and over your own work and being able to do things the way that you want to and not having other people water you down or tell you what to be or how to be better when you know how to be better yourself and you don't really need someone to make you better like all you need is yourself in a way so just like the like the way that he was talking about breaking away from the traditional path breaking away from labels and managers and breaking away from the expected route and finding his own way was so good for him and now and then like a lot of his music is celebrating that especially when casino came out um, a lot of his music is celebrating the steps that he took and how hard it was to do and listening to those lyrics, listening to his story, listening to his music to and from internship every single day for two hours a day, like it, it really helped. Like it really helped me, especially as an artist, especially as an artist who didn't have the time or the energy to be making art while I was in internship. And again, I'll explain why in a whole different thing, but I was artistically deprived. And the thing is, I started to not even want to do what I was going to school for, which was really hard for me because everyone in my cohort was moving forward with what we went to school for. And I felt really alone in the fact that I felt like I was the only one who was doing that. And I almost started to feel like a failure in a way because I'm just like, you know, everyone came into this with a plan and with an idea and it seems to be working out that way and it's just not working out that way for me and a lot of it was out of my control considering the internship situation but not only was the internship hard but i was also realizing that as i got closer to graduation it was less and less likely that i was going to follow this path so then i was just feeling so lost and like alone and it was just really hard for me. So anyways, this was before Casino came out. So near, I can't, near the end of my internship or after I graduated or something like that, that's when Casino came out. And Casino is a celebration of where Cal got to, to this day. And I wanted to be a part of the celebration. I wanted to show gratitude. I wanted to show like how meaningful Cal's work was to me. I wanted to show like how much it helped me. And I just, I wanted to give back in a way. And that's why I drew the portrait because after I graduated from that program, I didn't get the job that 
everyone expected me to get afterwards. Like it kind of, they kind of set you up to get a job after and like I didn't want to do it after my experience. So like I was kind of a mess. And again, I'll talk about it another time, but like I was, I was confused, but I was just like, I, at least I'm not artistically deprived anymore. So I, you know, listened to the whole album on repeat because it was so good. And I was just like drawing out like a portrait of Cal. It's the portrait of him. It's his album cover. And again, if you go to my Instagram, I'll link it below. Uh, that video is on there and you'll see his comments on my video that I mentioned earlier where he was all like hyped about it. Um, so whether he saw it or not though, I wanted to do this drawing and I wanted to create art again and I really wanted to get back into my independence, my autonomy, my creative autonomy, all of that. Like I needed to get back to myself. I needed to come back to myself again because I was not me for like a year and a half when I was trying to get that degree. I wouldn't change anything about it. I'm very grateful for the degree that I got. It helps me on a daily basis, but I, I needed to breathe. I needed to do something that I enjoyed. I needed to do something that I loved. So I drew the portrait and I was like, everyone on my social media tag the crap out of this guy. Like if he sees it, that would be amazing. Like all this stuff, like honestly, like this would just be really cool. This would be really fun. This would be so inspiring. And after that whole experience, I was just like, why not? Like, why not? Just do it. And I was just like, even if I don't know where this is going or what this is gonna mean for me in the future or like doing this and having this experience doesn't like guarantee any, I was just like, you know what? Like, just do it. Just start. You'll figure it out as you go. You'll figure it out later. You'll figure out where you're meant to be. Clearly, here you are talking about it now, Tay. So, yeah, so he saw it, commented all that stuff. I cried like a baby and then, you know, was like, wow, like that was amazing. And then I had prints made of it and put my drawing on a shirt and I went to his meet and greet at his concert and I told him a little bit of my story about breaking away from the norm and like going off on my own after my internship experience and pursuing what I wanted to do, even though I was sacrificing all forms of stability, all forms of tradition, all forms of just like having something there always, like sacrificed all of that for the sake of myself and really taking that leap and betting on myself, like literally betting on me more than anyone else in the world could ever bet on me. And I was telling him, this and he told me that he thinks that my story is really special and really inspiring and he's like this like yours like stories like yours are why i write the kind of music that i write and he was just so for it and just understood and it was so cool to be in the presence of another artist who understood because for the longest time ever in my whole life for the longest time i felt like no one truly understood where I was coming from or what I was experienced. Like my friends and my family loved them dearly. They were there for me. But in terms of just really feeling like someone experienced it too and understood, I didn't have that until I presented my artwork and met Cal and got to talk to him artist to artist. It, it was really awesome. He's also a very chill down to earth dude, like super cool. He signed the print and he wrote much love, pave your own path. And I was like, you're so right about that and pave your own path. I really feel the second he wrote that down was him kind of signing off on me moving across the country. This is how it's all linked. This is the full circle moment. So after graduating internship, I had another incident 
in one of my personal relationships where there was a level, another level of abuse. Um, and I wanted to break away from that situation. I didn't want to be a part of that situation. I didn't want to be spoken to that way. I didn't want to be treated that way. But given the time of everything, like given where I was at in that current time, nothing was making sense. There was no plan. It wasn't really feasible for me. Uh, but I almost forgot about my dream of moving across the country. I have wanted to move to a certain location across the country since I was a wee bit undergrad, you know? And I never could because one, I was in school, and then two, because of one of the scholarships that I had, I had to stay in state for X amount of time. So like, after I graduated, I couldn't just run and follow my dream and like pave my own path. I literally had to stay and figure it out for a little bit longer. But by the time I went to the concert, and mind you, I drove six hours to get to this concert. This concert was back in my hometown, so I drove six hours, um, not in my hometown, but like near it. Um, and I got in my car, drove there, went to the concert. And when I went to this concert, this was the time where I was free to be able to leave the state. Like if I wanted to move across the country, I could have, but with everything that I had going on, I forgot about this dream. I forgot about this passion. I wasn't even really thinking it. It was just a very like lost time for me. And, but I knew that the situation that I was currently in, even after graduating, wasn't working for me in that moment either because that also kind of blew up in my face. I'll talk about it some other time, but I drove away from the situation six hours to the concert, met Cal, he saw my work, said all these things to me, wrote pave your own path, and it really stuck with me. And I was like, I really should pave my own path. I should keep doing that. I already started, I should keep doing that. And that was just like reassurance. And I didn't need it to keep going because I'm stubborn, I was gonna keep going regardless, but it really pushed me. And it was so inspiring. So my plan, the next day was to drive six hours back up to where I lived at the time and I guess figure it out. That being said, I am one hour into my six hour drive and my car breaks down. So I call my family, I call my parents because that's who I was staying with. I was staying at their house when I was visiting for the concert and I was like, my car broke down, like my car's making weird noises, like, I looked underneath, the transmission was like hanging and dragging, you know, all things you don't want to happen to your car. So they're like, okay, well, you're not gonna make it another five hours, so turn around and we'll bring it to the shop and we'll get it fixed and stuff like that. So I turned around and I went back home. We take my car to the shop and the shop tells us that they're not gonna have the part to fix my car for another three to four days. Business days, it was the weekend. So I was anticipating being home for almost another week when originally my plan was to go back, back away six hours to where I was currently living. So I was like, okay, so I'm home here for much longer than I expected. And my mom said to me and she was just like, Taylor, she's like, why don't we go and check out that place that you've always wanted to move to? And I was like, can we? And she's just like, well, you can't go home and you're, you don't have like, you're not on the schedule at the job that you had. I had, I had a, uh, I was an art assistant somewhere. Um, it was a part-time thing, 
I'll talk about it some other time, but basically I wasn't on the schedule. I kind of made my own schedule and everything else that I had going on with my freelance commission artwork, that was all making my own schedule. So basically I had the flexibility to go is what I'm trying to say. My mom's like, you have the flexibility to go. I'm able to go. Why don't we just like go and check it out? Like you're home anyway. And then she's like, we haven't gone on a trip together in a long time. Oh, God bless my mom. Mom, I love you. You're amazing. Um, and my mom was like, we haven't gone on a trip together in a while. Like, let's go on a trip. Like, let's check it out. Like, let's see if we could find anything. And I was like, okay. So the day after the Cal Scrooby concert, I flew across the country with my mother and we scoped out the place that I wanted to live. We found a place to live and I found where I wanted to work. And this is something that, this is a job that I thought I was gonna be having. Oh, that's another podcast episode. I don't have the job anymore, but the job that got me here is the one that I found and got while I was there. And well, applied for while I was there. So I secured a home in my dream place. The day after I met Cal Scrooby, the day after he signed Pave Your Own Path on my thing. And I'm not saying that I needed someone to write Pave Your Own Path on a piece of paper to get me to do it. It's just so insane how everything lined up. He comes out with this new album right after I finished graduating that really resonated. Then he announced going on tour. This was my first Cal Scrooby concert, by the way, because I missed all the other ones because of school. Um, and... I go to the concert, he sees my artwork, he tells me to pave my own path. My car breaks down the next day when I'm about to go back to my old situation. And then like just the way that it all, I keep hitting the mic, the way that it all played out was just mind blowing. It was just crazy. Um, and I don't think it was a coincidence. And the thing is making the decision to pick up and leave and move across the country came down between deciding between myself or someone else. And it was not an easy decision to make, but with the way that everything was snowballing and happening in my life, like I needed to start picking myself. Like I could not continue to sacrifice my integrity and my morals as a human being, as an artist. Like I couldn't do it anymore. What would all of this experience, what would this whole situation mean? if I threw away my opportunity to literally pave my own path and do it. So I did it, like I did it, I did the move. And basically, what does this mean now? Um, I wanted to keep making art, like I wanted to keep doing this and ever since moving, I have only expanded on the artwork that I've done. Everyone that knows the work that I was doing in my old state where I used to live, it was mainly just art and like drawing and now it's like everything, it's art, it's music, it's film, it's makeup, it's this, it's that. There's some spiritual counseling, there's some life coaching on the side, if you could even call it life coaching. I don't know, check my stuff out and see. But yeah so that's how it came to be that was where the inspiration came from and again be being here and seeing cal go on to do act two i was like i'm in a place where i want to do act two and i want to go to this concert and i want to present more of my artwork i want to present part two and really show not only cal but show myself and show the people that follow me that 
I took and alchemized everything that I was going to and made it into something bigger and better and more impressive and that's way more me. The me now is way different than the me that met Cal when Cal's like, pave your own path. Like, me then was like, okay. And then the me now is like, look at this, look at this, look at this now. You know what I mean? So this is very symbolic and very meaningful for me. Um, and I'm, I'm really happy to like share this with you. I feel like this video may come across as like random to some people, but it, I, I promise you it's not. Like there was divine timing since the beginning of 2023 all the way up to now, to when you're watching this. Um, so just the timing of all of that, like the album, the concert, the this, the that, like my car breaking down, just all of it just like led me here. And there were opportunities that could have passed me by and I took them. I did not let them pass me by. Sometimes, and something that I learned from this is that doing the right thing for yourself doesn't always feel good because you're challenging your old reality and you're challenging the way that you used to see the world. Your worldview is destroyed and you're building it back up again. So sometimes doing the right thing for yourself is the hardest thing that you are ever gonna do because this whole process was not easy at all. But we got there and there continues to be ups and downs. Um, Cal Scrooby said it best, in this industry being independent, the odds are always against you. They literally are. Like if something can go wrong, like it will. And I'm not trying to be pessimistic, pessimistic, but like you gotta be prepared. You gotta be strong, okay? You gotta be tough. You gotta be tough shit when you get through this and push yourself through something like this because it's not gonna always flow. It's not always gonna be easy. I don't even know if this, this recording is gonna come out well like I, don't, I, I could be recording this and like something could go wrong that I had an oversight about and we don't know but the thing is you just have to do it you just have to do it you just have to push through just start paving the path essentially so anyways we have this film that just came out again I will link it please go watch it we're so proud of it um, and we have a bunch of other videos coming out and a bunch of other films and a bunch of other projects coming out. I am going to try to do, I'm not even going to try. I'm going to manifest it. I'm going to do podcasts regularly. I'm going to share my experiences. I'm going to share things that I've learned. Um, and I'm going to provide to all of you like as much as I can, because my, one of my favorite things is giving back, literally giving back to the people that support me, that inspire me, that are in my corner. So that's a little bit about what we're doing here. And this podcast is really just a place for me to kind of like take all the things that I'm doing and like bring them in and just push them out, I guess. Like, you know, it is what it is. Um, I journaled a little bit about this experience and there was a part of my journal entry that I thought was really intriguing. So I'm gonna quote myself to wrap up the podcast. I wrote for this video that we just put out, it was amazing to do more than just the drawing. We created a world outside and around the drawing. The drawing was a part of the world rather than being the whole thing. It was nice to combine all of my artistic skills like film, editing, acting, makeup, drawing, etc., all into one. I struggled with that for a while and didn't think it was possible, but I found a way. And that's something that I have struggled with for a long time is that I thought that I did too many different things to make any one of them successful. And I was like, I'm spread too thin. I'm too random of a person. I'm too this, I'm too that. I'm not enough, I'm this, I'm that. No, 
you keep pushing through and you find a way. If you're an independent person, if you are a business owner, business owner, I don't know why that was in quotes, but if you're a business owner, if you're an entrepreneur, if you're someone that literally is going to start from the ground up, like you find a way and you don't give up. So for over a year, like, especially when I was in internship, just thinking about how I could turn my art into something, I was constantly like, I do too many different things. Like what's one thing I could focus on, but I'm not a person who could focus on one thing. One, I have ADHD and two, it's just, I have so many interests, like focusing on one thing was not going to work. So I found a way to alchemize it all and to put it all into a pot and stir it up and create something from it. So I thought that was a really cool journal entry and I wanted to share it with y'all. So this is where the creation of our first music video came from, although this wasn't the first. I've been making films and videos since I was a child, since I was like 12 years old. And one of these days I'll share them with you and I'll share why I stopped making videos as a child. That's gonna be another podcast episode as well. Um, but our first like official one in like our adult life, working with my film director and working as the editor, as the artist and like really putting it out, having a premiere, like this is the biggest that we've done it. So I'm calling this our first music video. So this is how our first music video came to be. Again, it's not our music, it's Cal Scrooby's music. However, we created the video behind it. And I actually did draw the portrait that you see in it. Um, so like I said, all the socials, the link to the video, anything that you could possibly need or want to look into from listening to this podcast and watching, I'm going to put it in the description. Um, this is going to be on YouTube before it's on Spotify. If you're listening on Spotify, that means I figured out how to get it on Spotify. So go me. Um, whatever you do on Spotify, give it five stars or like it, subscribe, follow, whatever it does on Spotify, do that on YouTube hit that subscribe button, hit that like button, comment, let me know what you think of all the work that I've been doing. And last but not least, I have spent some time setting up a Patreon for Taylor Marie artists. Like I said, I am self-funded with no budget and I create all of my stuff on my own, through my own funds, through my own visions, through my own manifestations. So if you wanna show some support, you could become a patron on my Patreon. Your support would mean everything to me. Um, it's not even just support, you get a lot in return. Uh, you'll see exclusive behind the scenes for all of our content and videos. You'll get early access, special discounts, um, like all of this different stuff. So I'm gonna put that in the link in the description below as well. So if you would love to support me, as an artist and get a little bit extra out of it. Uh, it would be a huge help if you became a member on my Patreon, I would be forever grateful. If not, just watching this video, sharing this video, it's more than enough. So one last message that I wanna share. I mentioned my internship experience. I'll say what I learned from it. What I learned is that it does not matter how successful someone is or what position they are in. Sometimes someone will hate you and try to sabotage you simply because you remind them of everything they are not. So stop taking advice from people and stop taking criticism from people and taking things personally from people who are in positions that you don't want to be in. Because what does it mean? You know what I mean? And yeah, so that's all I have for you. Thank you for checking this out and let me know what you thought of our video. All right, bye.